When you think cardio, what comes to mind? Richard Simmons. Okay, well, <laughs> that's a throwback, but yeah. I'm thinking more like biking, running, cardio bunnies possibly. I mean, I know for me, I think about that because I used to be one of those cardio bunnies, just too afraid to try anything else in the gym. And that was mainly because I didn't really know what else to do in the gym. But here's the thing though, cardio is important. How important is it, Candace? Like really important. You know, it just helps with everything. It helps build stronger hearts. It helps us burn more fat and calories in a shorter amount of time. And that is why today's episode is all about cardio and why cardio is important for men, women, beginners, more experienced gym goers, and everyone in between. So I'm Candace. And I'm Andrew. And this is the Living Healthy Podcast. I'm all about that cardio, about that cardio, I'm a bunny. I'm all about that cardio, about that cardio, I'm a bunny. We're all about that cardio, about that cardio, we're bunnies in here. Oh yeah, sweet sounds. Uh, That's awesome. Oh, um, I do have to ask you a question though, Candice. Yes. What's a cardio bunny? What did we just sing about? Okay, so cardio bunnies are those girls that just hang out on the treadmills or stair climbers and they're so they kind do of nothing too but afraid. Cardio. Yeah, oh, too afraid like to timid, like... Timid little bunnies. Yeah. Ah, okay. I used to be one. Okay, well, I just took a leap and decided to sing about it without <laughs> knowing what that is about. But okay, that's not bad. All right, well, this show is all about cardio. Uh, so for that, we're going to be bringing back uh, two guests. The first is LA Fitness Personal Training Director, Tristan Alleman. And we also have Dietitian Debbie with us here to help us understand the benefits of adding that cardio to your workout routine. So welcome back to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Great absolutely. To be here. Yeah, good to be back. So Tristan, let's start with you. Uh, the basic question, why is cardio so important? Well, you know, of course, that all depends on your goal. Um, cardio is important for mainly two things. Um, probably the most obvious thing is to keep your heart healthy, your heart and your okay. lungs. You know, your, your heart's pretty much the most important muscle in your body. Right. So you got to keep your heart strong. Um, also, you know, to burn extra calories, you know, cardio has great benefit. Um, you know, if you're trying to lose body fat, but another thing too, is, uh, the thing that I experienced from cardio, cause I like to do cardio in the morning, it gets the oxygen flowing through your body early in the mm. day or even in the middle of your day. Um, just so, you know, by the time to get, you get to work or do what you do throughout the day, um, your brain's kind of activated. You've got blood flowing through your body. Mm. The oxygen's going around your body. And so you like the early morning cardio. I really wow. do. Helps yeah. wake you oh, up. Oh my gosh, I did, I cannot agree with that. I, <laughs> I can't do. The, I'll do the lunch thing, and maybe that helps me get past that afternoon stage. Totally. Um, yeah, and see, I, I go that. after work. And oh, wow. I know mm, I drag you... myself to the gym, and I'm always so exhausted. But it makes sense because after working out, I feel oh. super energized again. Yeah, you got to do what works yeah. for you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, what kind of what what are some exercises that constitute cardio? What counts as cardio? You know, anything that really gets your heart rate up, um, I think that could be considered cardio. Of course, like what most people think of is like the treadmill or the Stairmaster, the bikes, the elliptical. Um, You could do cardio in a group class. You know, the Zumba classes are great. It gets your heart rate up. Um, You can even do HIIT training where you're doing strength training and cardio combined. Really anything that gets your heart rate up uh, would probably be considered cardio. So if I'm running and instead of just a really low level jog, I'm doing some hills. Mm-hmm. Will that be cardio for me? That would be cardio. Excellent. Okay, so just yeah, just getting your heart rate up, essentially, kind of anything that's going to do that. Exactly. Okay. All right. What? How does it? You kind of mentioned the heart being such an important muscle of the mm-hmm. body. W- what is it about cardio that affects the heart? Well, it makes your heart stronger, right? So if you're if you're doing cardio and and you're not in good condition. Um, pretty much your heart has to pump a little bit harder to get the blood flowing throughout your body because it's not conditioned. Mm. As you continue to push your body and get your get your heart used of 
you know, strenuous exercise, just like any other muscle, it's going to get stronger. So your heart's going to be, you know, your stroke volume in your heart, which is pretty much what controls how much blood is being pushed out per pump. Right. As you strengthen your heart, um, your stroke volume increases. Right. So your heart doesn't have to work as hard uh, to push the amount of blood throughout your body. Okay. So on cardio center days, Debbie, are there like certain foods that are better to eat on um, cardio focused days? It, it makes more sense to actually just shift some of your calories to the hours surrounding your workout because you really want to fuel it rather than thinking about more volume or more energy on one day versus another. I mean, you could certainly go about that. Um, but actually, if you want to have the best uh, cardio workout you can. You want to top off your glycogen stores, support that performance, protect your muscles by getting adequate fuel pre and post. So how do you do that exactly though? I mean, are there certain types of food that are better than others? Uh, sure. I would stay away from anything really highly fatty and fibrous. So things mm-hmm. like, you know, really deep fried food, bacon, cheese, or high fiber food, like just that pre-workout bacon. No, <laughs> no, no bacon before cardio. <laughs> maybe maybe you get a little bit of sodium boost, but that's right, about it. But right, you know, yeah. bran and and the shells of of pumpkin seeds, like they're not going to help you. They're nutritious in mm-hmm. the high fiber category, but they're not going to help you for that workout. Would, would like an apple beforehand be okay or yeah. is that too so, fibrous? So you want to look for, no, an apple's fine. Uh, you want to look for the the wholesome uh, foods that you're going to chew through, uh, but something that you can digest has to do with the timing. So f- for me, I don't really like to uh, exercise with a full belly. So if I'm going to have a meal and mm-hmm. I have a substantial meal, six, 800 calories, it's going to be like three hours for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're a grazer and you're like, oh, well, I had a bowl of cereal an hour ago. Well, then you need to eat something again before you go off and mm-hmm. do your 60 minutes of, of your class or what have you. What about like uh, protein drinks? Are those necessary for pre or post cardio workouts or is that kind of more reserved for strength training days? You know, pr- protein uh, in general is helpful, especially during your longer kind of aerobic work that's, that's over an hour. You're doing the high okay. intensity interval training. Um, as far as supplementing with protein, the, there's somewhat of a benefit to either the, the protein shakes or putting a protein powder into uh, fluid because the liquid form, it's just, it's easier to digest than chewing through, you know, mm, chicken right. meat or, or what have you. Um, it's just easier on your digestion. Um, but still, you don't need, your body's not going to utilize more than a, a bulk of 20 to 30 grams of protein at that sitting mm-hmm. um in in terms of so you you know the concept of oh i need more protein let me power down this you know 16 ounce steak no 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 right <laughs> you yeah. know it, 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 the four ounces is going to top you off and like uh, that's it mm-hmm. tristan what's your take on it i mean are you more of a like protein drink fan or do you tend to just have like a glass of milk or something to yeah see? yeah totally i have used protein shakes in the past um i I try to get all my protein through nutrition for the most part. Um, I usually use protein shakes for convenience, but you just have to be careful. There's so many supplement companies out there. You got to make sure you're, you have a high quality protein because um, a lot of the supplement companies have a lot of fillers that, that really aren't that great for you. Um, so I like to use protein shakes for convenience. Do you find that it's best before or after your, your workouts? Um, actually, either. I, I, I'm kind of like Debbie in the sense <clears throat> that I don't like to work out on a um, on a full stomach. So I usually would do it after just for, for that. But the main thing is that you have an adequate amount of protein by the end of the day. Um, timing is, is very important for protein. 
um, but not as important as just eating the right amount, you know, throughout the day for sure. You know, I, a ready-to-drink, like, sealed uh, protein drink uh, is easier to transport in a gym bag. Like, I'll get yeah, it in the right. freezer and let it thaw out mm-hmm. or something like that if I want it cold. It's just a little bit easier, like you said, time-wise for convenience than right. going, okay, well, where's my ice packs to keep my hard-boiled eggs cold? Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, when I got to peel the shells. and So not yeah. everyone puts a chicken breast in their gym bag <laughs> like me? Is that not a thing? With a fork oh. and a knife. Oh, man, yeah. Season. It is the whole, yeah. Okay. Well, that's just me, I guess. Yeah, I've done uh, it before. I've done it before, too. <laughs> uh, what, uh, so what, what cardio workouts tend to burn more calories in a shorter amount of time? Or, or why do cardio workouts tend to do that? Yeah, well, cardio workouts, I mean, it, it, it's just you, you use a lot of calories to, to do cardio. Um, and there's different types of cardio that you could do. Like if you're doing a lower intensity, you know, longer cardio workout, you can burn calories that way. Um, but your body exerts a lot of energy when you, of course, use a lot of energy, right? Um, so like if you're doing HIIT training or sprints, um, your body does burn through uh, a lot of calories when you're doing those types of exercises, as opposed to if you're doing a strength training workout. Um, depending on the intensity of that strength training workout, uh, you may not burn as many calories during the workout as an intense cardio session. Um, but whenever you do strength training, it helps to build muscle, which helps speed up your metabolism. Right. So, so that, that's kind of like the strength training is like the long-term way to kind of boost your metabolism to burn more calories overall. But like in the moment of the activity, cardio usually Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't it also called like, so aerobic is called aerobic because of the metabolism, because it it uses oxygen. So that means you can Mm. burn fat and Mm -hmm. fat has like double the amount of of calories in it than carbohydrate does. You can only use carbohydrate in, in anaerobic, you know, really, really high intense weightlifting. And I think when you make uh, what is it? All that metabolism I learned, um, you know, the Krebs cycle and ATP. Right. I think, yeah, you I know, you, you get like nine times the amount of, of ATP from a fat molecule from the whatever the carbons than you do from a glucose. You just you get more energy. Hmm. You burn you burn more energy out of it. And mm-hmm. ATP is not the tennis, tennis uh, circuit, <laughs> by the way. Uh, that's what, when I was thinking it's ATP, I used to think of that. <laughs> um, So uh, I know the people are always wanting to know like a specific plan, but is there some general guidance you can give to how often to do cardio in a week or what to do? Yeah, I think it depends on the individual. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think there's like a set in stone um, number of days that are optimal. There's a lot of things to consider. Um, You know, how many calories you're eating per day, what your goal is, if your goal is fat loss or just to increase your conditioning. Um, But as like a general rule of thumb, I think if you're doing cardio just for health benefits and to have more energy and maybe to burn calories, lose some body fat and be healthier, I would say three to four days per week. Um, For fat loss benefits, um, I like to do cardio in the morning actually on an empty stomach. Um, And I'll try to have some uh, branch chain amino acids to kind of protect and preserve my muscles while I'm doing that. Hmm. Um, I noticed that cardio in a fasted state does help burn, burn body fat. Um, but like on the other end, if you're an athlete and, and you're maybe running a marathon or you're doing um, some, some type of training for athletic performance, you definitely don't want to have um, no carbohydrates in your system or no you know, food in your system before you, before you do that um, event because your body needs carbohydrates. Right, um, that needs that fuel. Yeah, you're going to hit the wall. To go, yeah, yeah, you yeah. wouldn't be able to perform, right? So it really depends on your goal if you're trying to just you know, lower your body fat, if you're an athlete. Um, but you know, just for general health purposes, three to four times a week, 
probably 30 minutes in the morning or after okay. your strength training Perfect. workout. That's is, exactly what I was going to ask is about how long, like 30 yeah. minutes to an hour. So, okay. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Is that before? So what's better, cardio before or after a workout? I would definitely say after your workout. After. Okay. So it's, strength training first, yeah. essentially. Okay. Because like Debbie was saying, your, your body uses glycogen for energy, right? And you need that when you're, when you're doing exercises like strength training. Um, but after your, after your strength training is kind of done for fat loss benefits, at least if you hit the cardio, your glycogen storages are a little bit lower. So your body's actually going to use more fat than just burning through your glycogen mm. when you're doing your cardio. But you want to do like a slight cardio warm up before strength training, right? Just to like get your muscles all loose. I would definitely say for sure, because okay. you want, you want your blood flowing, you want everything loose before uh, you do strength training for sure. Mm. Is there, is one type of cardio better than another? Like, uh, you know, like right now the big hot thing is HIT, high intensity interval right. training. It's in everyone's feed, like here's this workout and yeah. it's HIT related. Is that, is that substantially better than other cardio workouts than jumping on the treadmill for 60 minutes? I think it is because you're doing, whenever okay. you do HIT training, um, you're using, you're using your muscles and you're also working on your, your cardiovascular health as in like your heart and your conditioning. So you're kind of knocking out two birds with one stone Mm. and it's also time effective. Mm -hmm. So it's a short, intense workout where you're working strength and, um, cardio. So I think that's why HIIT's so popular and everyone's so busy nowadays. So if you can hit your cardio and your strength training in one shot and do it in 30 to 45 minutes, it makes a lot of sense for people. Yeah. Debbie, what are your thoughts on having, you know, caffeine before a high intensity workout or even like a glass of fruit juice, you know, for that extra like caffeine rush or sugar rush? They could both benefit, but in different ways. So caffeine uh, before uh, an aerobic workout can help uh, release hormones, the fat breakdown, it can spare the glycogen. Um, it even can help muscles contract at, at lower frequencies, meaning that caffeine can be better for endurance exercise. And that's roughly two to 400 milligrams, about a half hour to an hour um, before that. Uh, I always say run, but before whatever <laughs> right, that activity right. is. Um, whereas, say, a fruit juice, um, that kind of sugar rush will help like a high-intensity workout because it's got fuel, it's got fluid, it's got electrolytes, hmm. kind of all the things that are more like power intensive. Okay. Hmm. That's good to know. I'm going to try that caffeine thing. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm surprised like, by that. Run. I'm surprised I by know. that. <laughs> uh, I, do ca- I do caffeine. I do uh, cold brew coffee in the morning or yeah. before my workout. Yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's it kind of like free calories, right? I mean, you can yeah. have that to like get the body going and then yeah. you don't have to have any food until afterwards. Right. Yeah. It was, it was part of one of the very first of what we, we would call a um, sports drink like back in the, I want to say 60s, mm-hmm. that it was like a, a, a diluted Coca-Cola or something mm. that, that these um, Olympic milers or, or, or um, athletes had used. And it just happened to turn out. It's like, oh, it's got caffeine. It's got sugar. It's got sodium. Right. <laughs> wow. It's like, yeah. wow. Interesting. Did uh, is, If you only do cardio, so th- this episode's all about that cardio. <laughs> and we've talked a little bit about strength training because it's hard not to, but if you are only about cardio and you're like, I'm not about the weights at all, just about cardio, is that, can that be damaging to your body to only focus on cardio exclusively? Yeah. I mean, if you're doing a lot of cardio, um, it could be damaging if it depends on your nutrition as well. Cause if you're burning through, um, calories and, and you're not having enough protein, um, or something like that, you could start to burn through your muscles, which is going to make your body weaker, mm-hmm. um, which is not good generally for your health. So if you go overboard with, uh, cardio, you could actually start, basically your body will start tapping into its muscle 
to kind of generate the energy to it's, perform the activity? Uh, particularly if you're not eating enough calories. Yeah, if you're energy right. restricted. If you're restricting, right, right. If it doesn't right. have the calories to go to, then yeah. it eventually goes right. to the muscle. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, it, and I mean, there's nothing really wrong with just doing cardio. Um, it's not going to hurt you unless, you know, you, you have a, you're in a deficit of calories and your body's going to start using, you know, um, protein and you're going to start eating away at your muscle. But if you're eating enough calories, there's, it's not really damaging to your health. It's just that you should do, you know, strength training as well in, in conjunction with your cardio just to have a good overall program. Right. If you are somebody who prefers cardio, I mean, would an exercise like HIT be best because it incorporates strength training as well? So if yeah. you're choosing to only do right. cardio, maybe. a good introduction, maybe, yeah, to get yeah. into maybe the weights a little yeah. more. Oh, definitely. I, I would agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Is it, so if you're a cardio bunny. Cardio, Maybe hits the cardio next bunnies step. for hits. It's the next step for the cardio bunnies. Or they can, they can take a minute or two. Could they do that on the stair climber and just like crank up their resistance for like a, yeah, is it a more little like interval hit, of their own? Hit wise, mm. is it, can you just do hit on the, on an, like a treadmill, for example, like intervals? That's yeah. That's basically. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Hit, right? And then hit, you know, there's, there's the people think hit is different things, right? Really it's high intensity interval training. So, um, the hit that most people think of is like a fast paced weight training class, which that's hit, but high intensity interval training could also be, um, I know that whenever I was on this one cardio program that really worked well for me, I just do sprints and walk back yes. sprints yep. and walk back sprints. Yeah. And it take about 20 minutes. I do like eight right. and it was great. Right. You know, for, mm. uh, and it, so those, those, both can be considered high intensity interval training. Right. So what if you do, uh, is that okay to do hit training like that after a, a weight routine? Like, I, is that, I don't know if I'd recommend that Yeah. because you're kind of hitting, you kind of doubling up already. Yeah, it's right. kind of, so you might be actually damaging the muscle that you built up. Yeah. Or? It could just be like, you know, if your muscles are already broken down and right. then you know, you're probably not going to have much juice left for the second, right. Um, you know, the hit workout or whichever one you do first. Okay, well, we're getting, we've gotten to now a cool part in the show where basically we're going to do some rapid-fire social media questions. Okay, who knows where this is going to go? First time <laughs> doing this. But we, uh, we asked our social media followers to send us some questions about cardio, so we got some good ones in. I'm going to ask you guys. It doesn't matter who takes it or fields it. Um, you can just jump in. Uh, the first one, we kind of touched on, but you can give it really quick. Should cardio be done before or after weight training? After. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I don't want to drop a weight on my, I don't want to be tired and then drop a weight on my foot. I'd rather do that first <laughs> right. and then I can go on the treadmill. That's, that's it. There we go. That's a good way of thinking I'm thinking about safety. it. safety. <laughs> I've actually got one from, um, at Alex Dubs 10. He asked, is it true? It's better for the knees and joints to have a smaller incline. Hmm. A small incline, like a 2% incline or something like yeah, that rather. versus just flat or really steep. If you have an issue with your joints and your knees, I don't think the incline is going to matter as much as the impact. Hmm. So like if you have, um, if you've injured your knee, um, I probably wouldn't even recommend that. And, and it, it continuously bothers you. I probably wouldn't even recommend the treadmill. You might want to do something that's lower impact, like the elliptical. Hmm. But if you're walking at a slow pace, there's not much impact. Mm -hmm. But if you're running at a high speed, there's more impact. So I think it's more about, um, you know, the impact rather than the incline. Okay. Right. okay. There you go, Alex. Is it, I like this one. Is it better to run faster in less time or slower for longer if you're doing the same distance? It depends on how much Sprint. time you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's no, true. I'm just kidding. It, it really depends. I think just like any other workout, like you have to challenge your body and mix things up. 
So I think it's good to switch. So like oh, okay. if you do one day where you're doing a shorter workout and, you know, more high intensity, and then you can do the lower intensity, longer workout as well. Um, they both ba- have benefit. Um, it, it's kind of a joke, but it kind of really does depend on how much time you have too. Right. If yeah. You, you know. Sprint that mile or jog it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's good to switch it up though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got another one here. Um, does running after squats and deadlifts helps help speed up the recovery process? I think, you know, I'm not sure about right after because your, your muscles are just kind of being damaged, mm-hmm. but maybe the day after, even if you're sore, if you do a little bit of cardio, um, it will actually help you recover a little bit more because you're getting blood flow to that area of your body, not to do another strength training workout, but when you get blood flow to that area, it, it helps to recover the muscle. So maybe like the day after or something like that, if you're a little bit sore, if you do a little bit of cardio, nothing too strenuous, it will actually help you recover. And of course, drinking a lot of water and things like that. Okay. This one is one we get a lot. Which cardio exercise is best to reduce belly fat? Hey, I, I like to be on the, the the rower, but that's just me. And I <laughs> I don't think that the, my stomach's any different than it than it was, yeah. uh, you know. But before I started doing that, but is yeah. there is there a, the best exercise to reduce belly fat? Um, short answer, no. You know, yeah, you can't. That's the bad news, right? This is what I tell you can't my spot train. Yeah, that's what I tell my customers. Whenever you gain the weight, you didn't tell it where to go, right? Right. Or when someone loses weight, right? You see it in their face, but no one does face workouts. Right. (laughs) Right. So, you know, pretty much the lower you get on the scale of body fat, usually you start to lose body fat from like the outer parts of your body. And then the part where you want to lose it the most most. is like the the last last place. So you really got to go through all those other layers first. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Like you said, you can't spot target. So, you know. So which cardio exercise is best? All of them all the time. You got to get to work. (laughs) Got to get to work. (laughs) Um, Here, Debbie, for that, what should you eat after a cardio workout? Oh, um, depending upon the length of time. So if it, if it's like a 20, 30 minute workout and you did your pre-nutrition and you had your meal and you had your snack, yes, you, you don't want to negate, uh, by eating a big snack afterward, if you were going for, you know, fat loss and a calorie deficit, because that's kind of easy to do. Right. I think people might yeah. overestimate Tristan can verify right. this, you know, how many calories they're burning when they, when they right. see the number on the treadmill, like, it's oh, actually I, very discouraging. I burned, yeah. I burned you know, <laughs> right. uh, 250 calories for that half hour. Awesome. You know, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Remember that you were already burning 50 calories an hour anyway. Just so really the running yeah. only gave you, you know, 200, 200 calories right. more. So, yeah. I mean, a, a simple bar, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, a snack bar, a right. kind bar. I mean, it's mm-hmm. 200 calories, boom. And I've already negated that. So right. I think a, a good thing, uh, if you can go over an hour of the exercise, then you want to have it's kind of like a mini meal, whether it's like an apple and peanut butter or some hummus and pita chips and throw some carrots in there for a veggie. Uh, or half a turkey sandwich, something to that scale is sufficient. Okay. And may- maybe don't reward yourself with food either. You right. know, it's hard. It's hard not oh, to. It's so hard. <laughs> it's very yeah. hard not to reward yourself with food. But uh, okay, well, let's uh, let's wrap this episode up here with actionable advice real quick. We'll go to each of you. Tristan, we'll start with you. What uh, Just what's the one thing you would want our, our listeners to take away regarding cardio uh, and either why it's important or the best way to to go about doing it? Yeah, totally. Um, I think that, you know, cardio is really important for a lot of different things. But I mean, I the best advice I can give someone about cardio is because usually people are doing cardio, you know, they, they join the gym and they jump on the cardio machine for like fat loss. Right. Just remember, it's it's a combination of, you know, cardiovascular workouts, strength training, and a good nutrition plan. 
So right. just cardio by itself won't quite get the job done if the other two areas are not on check. Right. So cardio is super important, but like Debbie was saying, you can negate your whole cardio workout with a quick snack. Right. Right. So be aware of what you're eating and your strength training and make sure it all lines up so you can hit your goal. So you can make those cardio workouts count. Exactly. Right. Right. All right, Debbie, what do you think? And I would say uh, because cardio or aerobic work burns a little bit of fat, and that's the goal if um, people want to get trimmed, that you want to avoid high-fat foods and stick to complex carbohydrates so that you're really filling your muscle over time versus sugar because that's kind of a quick rush, uh, and throw in some lean protein like uh, egg whites and fish and um, poultry breast uh, to fuel and protect the muscles. All right, great. Well, thank you very much for joining us on All About That Cardio. (laughs) We hope you like our intro song. Uh, Thanks for being here, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks again. Now, before we go, we want to remind all of you to connect with us on social media because that's what it's there for. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just make sure you use the hashtag LivingHealthyPodcast so we can read your comments. Yes, and if you're not already a subscriber, please feel free to subscribe and share with a friend. So with that being said, thank you for being a good listener. And until next time, we'll see you in the gym.